You're listening to TOSE, The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and on to reality. Listen in on talks for business and life coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino. What's up, The Other Siders? Welcome back to our podcast. I am here with the USB to my charger. Okay. Mr. Rufino. I think we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. We're going to run with that. And welcome back. We're excited to have you. And today we are talking about comparison. Okay. Okay. So. I like it. Yes. I thought it was important to talk about. And uh, you were just talking about this at work this morning. So this is a hot topic for you as well. Yeah. Uh, It comes up a lot um, in my conversations. Well, what's interesting is, is that it comes up in, well, your conversations, but also randomly in conversations that I have with people where they don't even realize they're comparing. Okay. It's become such a piece of, you know, secondhand nature to compare what you're doing, what your goals are, how far you've gotten in your career, how far you've gotten in school, how many certificates you have, how many diplomas you have, how many friends you have, how many likes you have, how many downloads you have on your podcast, how many subscribers you have, like, you know, and compared to the next person that's doing something similar to you that maybe is younger than you or older than you or your age or compared to your parents or compared to your friends, like, there's so many different types of ways that we compare ourselves to somebody else without it being a fair comparison. You know, the temptation sometimes is to give yourself like, you know, what they get big up yourself and it could come from many different motives. Like you, you could think I'm in a spot where there's a lot of really high up people and, they have a lot of accomplishments, so I want to feel that way. So I'm going to really show off and things like that. Um, your accomplishments generally will speak for themselves. However, we are in a society where we need to speak for our accomplishments and we need to let everybody know about them. So, for example, resumes. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that we're listing everything that we can on the resume so that our resume speaks for us better than somebody that they're comparing us to. So we are in a society where we are constantly being compared and assessed. And, you know, it comes down to sometimes the words on the paper, or it comes down to how this person presents themselves in their appearance, or how they present themselves in their communication, or who they hang around with, because we talked about using social media as a a baseline for someone's personality and how they'll represent the organization. I think that we're constantly trying to either join a group that's doing better than we're doing or be better than that group. I think about like the billboard charts, you know, who's number one in the music industry with what song and how often were they there and how many weeks and oh, I'm going to beat that many weeks and I'm going to get more Grammys than this. You know, Mm -hmm. everywhere you see people are compared uh, either in their results from their actions or in, you know, their own mind and how they're comparing what their achievements are or lack thereof to somebody else. The comparison, though, is a side effect. It's not the driving force. So like when I go into work, I don't go into work to be better than my coworker at doing a task. Somebody else might look at our two tasks and say, 
this person's faster or this person is neater or whatever. But if I was to go into work specifically with the mindset of I want to be I want to beat that person, you're going to start feeling that pressure and maybe you're comparing the wrong things, right? You end up focusing on the wrong things. So, yes, we do a lot of comparing in this society, but the the comparison is going to happen anyway, right? What what really you want to focus on is what is my task? How can I do it the best that I can do it? And then let the chips fall where they may from that point on. Well, one of the things that you said is you don't believe that anybody walks into work thinking that they're comparing themselves to their coworkers. And not everybody thinks like you because you have a project. Like, I can't compare my role. Oh, I'm sorry. I I might have misspoke there. Should. People shouldn't go go in there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the other thing is, is that even if it was apples to apples, you know, what you're comparing, it's really not, right? Because then it's a green apple versus a red apple, or it's, you know, the red delicious apples versus the Macintosh apples, or it's always a little bit different because of the way that, again, we're raised, of the way that we've had work experiences compared to our coworker or our friend, Um, the age difference, because depending on what your age is to your, your comparable person, comparable Mm -hmm. person, Um, or even if you are the same age, you may have been raised by an older generation that instilled different values in you compared to the person that you're comparing, you know, that were raised by a younger generation that have different values and different thoughts and maybe a more efficient way to do things, but you have a more functionality or you have more of a functionality to the way that you do things. So there is no exact comparison to two people, I think, or their successes, achievements, or th- maybe their failures and their experiences. Yeah. People have different skill sets, and you're better off trying to find a synergy with people that have different skills than you do than you are trying to make yourself look good in the face of other people's skills. Well, let's go on that for a second, because one of my thoughts that came up is what causes people to compare? And I think that's one of them, right? Like, you know, where am I at as kind of like a control group, using them as a control group and saying, where do I measure based on where Mm -hmm. everybody around me is at? But then why else? Like, why would you, even though it's not you, because you are always the exception to the rule, (laughs) but why would you compare yourself to somebody else? Like, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. What Mm -hmm. are reasons that you've heard as to why people compare themselves? Sometimes it's a self-esteem thing. Um, One way or another, sometimes people have too little or too much self-esteem, and they need to... Is it possible to have too much? Oh, yeah. Like, well, you know, people with an ego, they they feel the need to validate it. Okay. So they'll go into somewhere and say, I I mean, when when you say I just had a conversation about this, I was talking to a coworker about somebody who reports to them who feels the need to announce their accomplishments throughout a project so that the (laughs) other people that work with them on that project are basically perceived as under them 
Okay. Even though they're all working on the project together, nobody's reporting to anybody. Is this that like situation. that character on SNL, like the Penelope character? Yeah, it's like, very similar. Well, to I've that. done that, and I've created the mm-hmm. Earth, and I created it, space. For our listeners, if you <laughs> if you don't watch SNL or Saturday Night Live, I created but, SNL and I created all the jokes. And it, look up Kristen Wiig's character Penelope. On, I did that first, yeah, and I really looked it up. It's so and I funny, it first. but it's exactly <laughs> that. You know, you have the the one uppers and people who always want to say, "Yeah, I did that, and I also did this." Um, the cause of that can definitely be too much self esteem. Um, some people have too little self esteem, and in order to bring themselves up, you know, you. They, you use the term padding your resume, but they kind of do it verbally, right? Um, what other reasons? I think more so that it's lack of confidence and, you know, it, it gets into that behavior of name dropping, mm-hmm. you know, like I met so-and-so. Oh, hey, look, you dropped a name. Let me pick that up for you. Just because if I'm associated with somebody, then you have an idea of what my skill level is and everything like that. And you're not going to sit there and try to view me as something I'm not, right? And, and again, that's lack of confidence. Um, I think comparison comes from not knowing what your role looks like. So here's what I mean by that. I think that it for me, if I'm in a particular role and I see somebody whose role I would be interested in being in, I might compare myself as a goal, of okay so here's where i'm at now here's where that person's at just based on what i could see how what's their behavior like again it goes back to sociology how do they interact with people how do they dress how do they you know show up to work and just that sort of thing you do those observations not in a creepy hannibal lecter way just in a you know hey this this is somebody i could look to as my mentor and then you build a relationship with them and look for them to guide you in your own way but not in a way where they rob you of the experience of learning because them telling you doesn't mean it'll always work for you mm-hmm. and i think there's so many quotes that are out there on you know don't compare your start to somebody else's middle or don't compare your failures to somebody else's highlight reel. And that's true, too, because everything that people put out there on social media, you're not really seeing the bad things that are happening to them. You will see a couple people yeah, that you don't post. see the stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor. Right, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, unless they're looking for validation, they're looking for attention or they're sharing something that people need to be aware of, of maybe something that happened to their family and they're seeking out help, I think. There's more examples and all different reasons people post what they post, and that's fine. I think that, you know, when you're talking about comparing, though, it's not fair because you don't know what that person had to go through to get to where they are if you're comparing in a negative way. And I think it's the same if you're comparing in a positive way. You still don't know what the person you're comparing yourself to had to do to get that role And there's a lot of understanding that you need to have from, like you said, behind the scenes versus just from what you're seeing on the film screen. Sometimes I think that comparison can also come from lack of leadership. And by that, I mean your leaders. And but I don't mean anybody to go and blame your leaders for why you're comparing stuff, but your leaders should give you a a decent roadmap to what they're looking for and how they're looking for it. And usually that roadmap should not be, I'm comparing you to the person next to you. Mm -hmm. They should be giving you your own goals Mm -hmm. 
by which you measure yourself and your own benchmarks to hit. I absolutely agree. And I think that if as a leader you have a team and you didn't work with those individuals one-on-one to set their personal goals and to hear what their goals are before you influence them with your goals because i could say you know i expect you to hit xyz when they've never even hit abc Mm -hmm. then their goals are outlandish right and then they're going to start comparing themselves to the other people on the team of okay everybody's going to be on xyz but i'm still at abc so i'm not fit for this group i'm not right whereas me as a leader i saw potential in you and i saw your willingness and i saw that you have the ability to take this on differently than the other leaders which is why i'm bringing it to you I think it goes back to really explaining the expectations, but the the why behind of how I know you can do this job or why I'm placing this in, in your lap or why you're in the role that you're in and we're partnering together on the goals. So your goal may be the end of the alphabet, but we're going to have milestones in between and you can't compare yourself to everybody else because their goals may be as far stretched as yours, but not the same path and not the same goal. One of the things, well, amongst the many things that I think about is I remember in uh, the career that I have now, I have a lot of mentors and the majority of them are fantastic public speakers and teachers and educators and trainers and coaches and mentors. And I remember just breaking into the industry thinking to myself, I wish I had their brain so I could put it in my head and I had the words and I could speak the way that they do. I wish I just always had the capability to be in front of the room, be that confident and be that person that had not even the answers, but a way to phrase it so that people were able to think differently and think outside the box like I was inspired to. And then it came to a point where I had the ability to learn those trainings and I got taught by those uh, trainers, coaches, mentors, and then went into a different role where it went to another level of training and coaching and mentoring and speaking and, and just working with people in a different way and understanding the human mind in a different way from all aspects. And it took months upon months for me to hone my skills, practice them, train to them. You've watched it. I've trained Mm -hmm. you on the things that I was working on because I wanted you as my audience for feedback and, you know, challenges and, and all this other stuff. But that took months. It took like so much time, like even probably more than months, a couple of years for me to even feel confident in it. So when people saw me at my worst, they considered that my best, whereas I'm sitting there at my worst looking for my best. And there's no comparison. And it gives me an example of a picture. And I think I've mentioned this in podcasts before. There's a picture of just from like the the knee down and it's a woman's ballet feet in the ballet shoes and one is laced up perfectly and the other shoe is off and she's on point meaning that she's standing on her very tippy toes and you see the beautiful ballet shoe on the one light on the one foot and then on the other side you see the broken toenails and the bruises on the foot and it's like you never see what goes on behind the scenes you only Mm -hmm. see what's shown to you in the in the same way uh, i'll give you an example from mine is I I look at things and I, I'm very quick to analyze data sets and I'm very um, quick-witted when it comes to uh, information and processing and all of that kind of stuff. What I'm not is organized. I'm a, I'm a very messy, like even in my brain, I'm very scatterbrained, I'm very absent-minded. 
I think of things and then I just, um, like very ADD. Like it's happening now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I, I go off on tangents and when I work with people, I could focus on the fact that, oh, my IQ is. Enough you know? to be a Mensa candidate. Did you know that I'm very, very smart and people look at me as a. But instead, what I should do is say, hey, what skills does this does this person bring to the table that could benefit the project? They, they're bringing something, right? It's something in, in a lot of cases that I don't have. So generally, I'll work with people who are very organized and they're very brilliant in how they organize themselves. So that the tasks that we need to accomplish are all laid out. They could rely on that and say, well, did you know I'm very organized and I know how to put together a project timeline and have it be super but instead, they look at me and they say, okay, here's this huge document with all this data. Jeff's going to help me break it down. And everybody has their part. And instead of everybody just kind of peacock feathering out and saying, well, this is what I brought, we're, we're not focused on that. We want to focus on how can we work together to get to our goal to make sure that the project is a success. Well, that comes with the maturity level of the professionals that you're working with, right? And going back to our last podcast, when we talked about when is enough enough, and you go for people that are always going for like the next great big thing, and they're wanting to have this persona of being perfect, uh, whether it's in front of their boss, their family, their friends, or, or that sort of thing, um, that's what drives that competitive piece of it where it's not a matter of comparison now it's a competition of i have to be the one that stands out and sometimes the people that stand out are the ones that do their work get it done and they get it done great without having to acknowledge anything right and that's what you shared in the beginning is that the work should speak for itself and i think um limitless adornment speaks for itself hey other siders are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday, exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique, 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just to place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. So we talked about different uh, scenarios regarding comparison and different theories that we have, you and I here. Not comparing Yeah, not comparing ourselves to anybody else that talks about comparison. <laughs> and I we think, do it best. <laughs> I think one of the things that we should talk about is why comparing is not a benefit to you or why it may be a benefit to you. When do you want to do it? When do I want to talk about it? When do you want to compare? Oh, when do you want to compare? <laughs> I think um, one of the things that I would say is, as far as comparing hurting you, is that you don't have enough information about the person, thing, event, uh, experience for you to compare again apples to apples and we kind of touched on that a little bit in mm -hmm. how you shared that your piece of the puzzle that you're working on is to support 
the other person that may be comparing their, uh, you know, project to yours. I think that when I have my team together, I have somebody that I speak with frequently and she says, you know, that I'm the big picture person and she's the detail person. And I love that because I'd rather have somebody on my team where we contribute together versus where we're working on the same thing together. We will have the common goal always, but, you know, I want to feel like I'm contributing where my strengths are and I want her to feel the same thing. The way that it turns out bad is that if we are doing the same exact project with the same exact task, and then it's a matter of debating who's right or who's wrong, Mm -hmm. and that changes the relationship because the ego wants you to be right in that moment and you will do anything you can to be right if you haven't worked through that yet. You also want to foster a relationship where you feel not that you not only that you're supporting somebody, but that you feel supported. So you don't want to feel like if you if you messed up, like we're human, right? You made a mistake. You now either have to run twice as fast to catch up to the rest of the team or you have to trip one of them up so that they can lag behind with you. You want it to be that if you made a mistake, you can trust that there are people that have your back to help you fix it, and then you can all move on together. If you're doing comparisons, it's it's not a good feeling when you, I mean, inevitably, everybody makes mistakes, right? Well, so, then it's also, it's never good enough. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're, if you make a mistake or if you hit the goal, but you didn't hit it strong enough or whatever whatever the case may be you want the it's a much better feeling when everybody's working together and you can feel like you're part of a team that accomplished something rather than feeling like you're weighing stuff down and now you have to make an excuse or come up with a justification or anything or leave the business because you feel like you're not part of the same team Mm-hmm. And there's a quote, I forgot uh, who says it, so I apologize in advance. It's It goes along the lines of, if two of you are the same, there's no need for one of you. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. about that in relationships and that, yeah, you, you, you and I, we have a lot uh, in common, but there's a lot that we don't have in common. But they're puzzle pieces that fit together to make the whole picture, right? So if I married myself, I would have been divorced. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. I have my own habits and my own ways, and I know that I would drive myself crazy. So, wait, what? If you married me, you'd feel that way? No, if I married me. (laughs) Just kidding. And um, going along those lines, it's the same thing with the team, right? So, if if you are comparing yourself to the team and you feel that you do have all the information in that... Uh, you are standing out because you're not growing and really it's because you have more knowledge than the people that you're working with, then you got to think about, okay, talk to your leader about what your role is and is it there so that you could support the team and grow as a leader or did your leader just not realize all the skills that you had and that maybe it's time for you to go to a different room where you are not the smartest person in the room? That's where I think comparison is good, is that if you're sitting around with a group of people that you work with and you're ahead of the trend, you already knew things that, you know, they didn't know yet. You have a skill set where you're at the point where you're not learning anymore. And that's up to you to go to your leader and say, 
I need something more challenging. I need something where I am growing myself. Here's what I'd like to accomplish. Here's what I'd like to do in order to grow myself because you have to come with a solution and not always with the problem. Yeah. And, uh, and you know yourself the best for that. And if they say, you know what, I think, you know, it's time that we look at other roles for you because there's nothing that I have to support your growth in this. That's where that's an open, honest conversation. And that's just reality. And that's a great conversation to have. And if that's, you know, where you decide a time frame on when you move into that role or if that role is not available in the organization, then you think about what you want to do from there. And I think that goes for friendships, too. You know, if you're constantly comparing yourself to your friend, uh, I think you have to step back and look at yourself and say, why? What am I missing that my friend has that I feel that I should have or that they don't deserve and I should have? And we've been in situations like that where, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we this happened a few years ago with somebody where um, they came into our lives. Everything was cool for the first couple of weeks. And then afterwards, it was always that things fell into our lap that, you know, our careers, our relationships with people, the things that we had, they just somehow appeared and we were just lucky and they didn't know our story beforehand. And we did tell them and they chose not to look at it. They chose to compare their life to ours, which was not apples to apples. It involved court cases and jail and relationships and children and things like that and you know it comes back to well if this is what you want let's talk about different opportunities for you to achieve these things and they didn't want to hear it because they wanted it to fall into their lap as well yeah you you talk about intention and i think that's something that is very important here if your intention is to better yourself comparing yourself to someone is healthy only as like, how did they get to that point? And I'd like to emulate that. But if your intention is to make yourself look better or make yourself feel better. Or compared, put the other person down. Or, or bring somebody down to your level. Like we should feel guilty for what we went through to have what we had at the time that person was in our lives. Yeah. When when it's... Poison. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. And so you you always want to measure your intention and it's an important question to ask yourself like what what is my intention with this what i'm doing right now even when you're talking to yourself is my intention to like if i see somebody who has a nice car and i really like that car and i say something about the car am i intending to figure out how i can get that car or do i want to do the sour grapes thing or and just say, eh, the car's not good anyway, and put them down. Or they're probably a trust fund baby. That's yeah. how they got the car. Or, you know, they won a lawsuit, and that's how they got the car. Or, you know, like you, you make the other person bad to make you feel good, and that's when comparison gets just really dark and evil and mm-hmm. unnecessary. And it changes your character because, again, it turns you into talking negatively to yourself if you weren't already at that point and that's just going to influence negativity in your in your life and i think about people who um oh you know constantly say bad things always happen to me it's just you know i'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop this is never going to be good news and they don't realize like if you look back almost on the trend of our podcast if you go through our podcast about when is enough is enough when are you doing your affirmations when are you really taking a look at yourself and seeing how you need to be led and are you growing and all these other things you're never going to own 
where you're at and you're never going to be able to own what your future successes are. It's interesting that you say uh, people don't know the other person's story and it's never apples to apples. Some of the best people that I've worked with that have really awesome skill sets to um, to finish things actually have pretty pronounced disabilities. And some pe- sometimes... What do you mean by disabilities? Let's break like, that down for a second. When I say disabilities, I mean recognized disabilities. Like they have... Um, whether it's a disability that they With health, are, you mean? Yeah, or? like wh- whether it's a hearing impairment or a vision impairment or a mental impairment or any kind of thing like that. Okay. And in a, in a lot of those cases, they don't, unless you really, really get to know them and they let you into their, they don't lead with that. They don't tell you that. So they'll have... Because that's not them. That's yeah, a piece of them. Yeah. Correct. So... When they're in a project, there are certain things that they do, and it's almost like like watching a superhero because there's certain things that they do that is incredible, whatever the, the whatever their niche is. They just have trouble with other things, right? And it's funny to for me to watch, especially like when it's a, when you when you see a toxic person say things about that person. How come they didn't get this task right? Or how come I'm so much better at this than they are? And then the look on their face when they find out, well, this person's deaf. Did you know that? Or this person really it has been legally blind for years and they're just they're doing this by by feel. It's it's such a like it's almost like the rug gets pulled out from under them. It does, but in somebody who's already toxic and toxic minded, then they start to build that as an excuse for that person. Mm-hmm. In that, oh, that's the reason why she, they must have had extra help or anything else. And that's just for the person that doesn't want to own up to my own behaviors, um, thoughts, and things that I've done movements on have brought me to this point. It's not because of anything else other than why I'm here. And the one thing, or maybe a couple of things, is that when you're sitting in the moment of comparing what you're robbing yourself of is the ability to look at what your successes are and really just compare yourself to the same you from yesterday to the you the day before to the you last month to the you last year even and seeing did I do better today than I did yesterday was I my best self and uh, Jason Mraz has a song and in his song he has a bunch of songs by the way i don't know if you can do that but he has this one song where he says may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows and i think we should leave it on that note and have the best of your today be the worst of your tomorrow make sure you subscribe thank you for checking us out on the other side we'll see you on the other side stay healthy thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and share we'll see you next time on the other side enterprise